You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. Microphone check. Check. Hey, guys. Welcome to the after laugh. Thank you. To all the loyal listeners of this show, the few, the proud, they're there. I wonder how many people are still here from day one. Oh, I don't know. This podcast has been around for a while. It's around, and I keep going like, uh, maybe I won't do it, but then I see, get a couple hundred people on it. The fans get some, want it. They get need some it. comments. I'm like, all right, we'll keep it going. So Might Tommy, well. Tommy yeah. Wakefield is here in the yard. As usually, I guess, you know, now it's like we have every three weeks we have a date. Yeah. We have a they podcast. Keep, they keep asking me back. Do I have any haters? Do you ever get like a... <laughs> no. I had one person say... Call me a liberal cuck? Yeah. They got they got sick of how liberal you are. Yeah. Well... But they loved... It was a woman. She loved you and then she's like, I'm getting sick of his liberal shit. <laughs> but that was like a year ago. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I am... Uh, you know, I probably participated in some obnoxious. It's fun to go back and forth between being very liberal and being Republican. It's fun. I like to go back and forth <laughs> every like, time. I every feel time like you take you <laughs> land in a new city, you just adjust the politics a little. Oh yeah. <laughs> I used to have a bit where I said, um, I, I said the word retard. Uh, okay. I forgot how I said it. Um, I forgot, but there was a joke, and with retard, I go. I know you can't say the retard. I, I guess the proper term is you can't say you have to say Trump supporter, <laughs> right? And that would get a big laugh, you know, in Hollywood. Yeah, I go to Reno. Yeah, they go. Yeah, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, retard. I have to say Hillary supporter. Oh, or I would. Did it get, didn't work. And then I would reverse it for oh, hundred percent. Oh I reverse it both. I'd go like so funny. You can't say Trump supporter, and then. I would do that in Reno. Yeah. And people are like, oh. I go, guys, I, I say that joke in Hollywood. I body surf out of the crowd to a standing ovation. <laughs> we all go to a party in the Hollywood Hills. We get to fuck a bunch of young boys. It's great. LOL. I see. <laughs> I see how you do it. You saved it. We have a pedophile party. It's awesome, guys. You'd love it. That's like an athlete. Like, you have your moves, and then you got the counters. Yeah. Like, if the move doesn't work, you got the reverse. Mm-hmm. You were setting them up the whole time. It's a Kasparov. Wow. It's like chess. Genius. <laughs> Genius. It was a trap. It's always a trap. Wow. Those are the best. If you just, just trap so, them. So, what's the deal? Are they running it back? Joe and Donald, round two? It looks like it, man. But, they, you know, they won't. there will not be a debate. No? There's no way that Donald Trump and Joe Biden will debate. There's a zero. Why would Joe Biden debate Donald Trump? I thought, isn't it mandatory? Like at least mandatory. one debate. Have they, they've never is mandatory a, a thing anymore in the government? There's nothing mandatory. Everyone, all the rules are fucking out the window now for everything. Everything is fucked up. You can delay uh, a Supreme Court nomination. You can fast track one. You can. It's all yeah, about who's in true. power. It is Biden all is power, bullshit. so they can make an executive order not to have a debate. An executive order not to have a debate. Because so Biden silly. will not win that debate. I hate to say. It. I don't know. Have you seen Shane Gillis's? new special no i it's really funny but he he i mean he's gonna tread on these topics again but he talks about how joe biden is the only one who could beat trump in a debate just because trump is so like people try to engage on a normal one-to-one political level and he's just like you're gay you're stupid you're fat nobody likes you you know what i mean and then he's like he tries to do that to joe biden joe biden's just like what (laughs) What'd you say? <laughs> like, like, like they're both incoherent on their own way where you they, they're not even engaging directly. My favorite. That did make me laugh. It was when Joe Biden goes like, huh? I'd like, I'd like to take you behind the school and beat you up. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about, Joe, dude? I, like, he's, he's so weird. <laughs> but that's, that's almost weird enough that it counters Trump's weird. Because yep. none of the Republicans, the Republicans are all stiff suits. Yes. But Joe... He's a deranged grandpa in his own way. I feel like I feel like the Democratic Party and liberals in general <laughs> are kind of like the guy. I think I've mentioned this before. The guy who has the threesome totally set up. 
Uh-huh. These two girls want to fuck each other. They want to fuck you. Okay. It's all set up. And before the threesome, you go, do, 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 do. I love fucking two girls. Do, 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 do. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> and then they're like, ew. And they walk away. <laughs> who are the two girls in this situation? The American public. The voter? American public. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because the Democrats should win so They should win in a landslide easily. every time. And it's and they're not and they're not doing it not because the evil machinations of the Republican Party. They're doing it because they're so fucking retarded. Because they're giving the American public the ick. <clears throat> they're giving them the ick, giving man. Giving them the ick. They're being fucking retarded. Yeah, they're annoying. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I don't want to go into like all these different issues. No, we're not going to get into just don't, don't, just, just stay the middle ground, guys. Just stay the middle ground, Joe Biden. All you got to do. I mean, I think he, I actually think Joe Biden has been a pretty good president. If you just look at his record, I think his record's fine. But he's I just gotten think- a lot of stuff done yeah. that has been pretty good. Uh, I mean, he's a fucking goopa. Like he's been more progressive than Obama. But I don't think Joe Biden's been more progressive. I think the people around him who are pulling strings are progressive. Of he course. just goes, huh? But you, we did what? That's the only thing that's ever mattered. This is the thing that bugs me about the whole the thing. The president himself. If matter. you think that Trump is a narcissistic piece of shit corrupt blah 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 i completely agree and yeah, i'm behind you for sure but if on the same level you're like but biden isn't shut up Not he's yet. also a corrupt piece of shit sure you can i hate the fact that this whole thing with the hunter biden laptop and all the hunter stuff they're like there's no proof what more if that was don jr and don trump that shit would be there'd be 15 impeachments already hey i give half my salary to dad if that was on a don trump fucking vetted wasn't message that, wasn't that like seven years ago though like that was in the obama administration because yeah, i agree we, we i agree that the the payments for like putting him in that position and i forget the country was it ukraine <coughs> no it was somewhere whatever it was they'd have a meeting and they'd be like oh let me get my dad the phone how's what's the weather over there Oh, they just talked about the weather? Fine. It's right, still right. bullshit. You I know mean, what you're doing. It's like you call up the head of the mafia. That's some classic government level one corruption. Yes. It's some. It, it's more nepotism than anything. Yeah. That happens all the time. It's yeah. probably ha- still happening right now. Of course. Of course. Every ambassador job. is. I, I remember like my mom was like, you'd be a good ambassador. And I was like, how would I even go about trying to get that job? Like, I, you have to know someone. You have to be a wealthy aristocrat yeah. born into a certain family to get that yeah, job. Yeah, is there a degree in ambassadorship? Yeah, for sure. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. That's just, you know the right person when the government gets in power. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I'm not saying that he's like this altruistic good guy i'm just saying like if you look at the scoreboard of things that are happening mm-hmm. he's gotten a lot of good stuff done whereas sure trump was kind of just did a, a couple, one or two kind of bullshit <laughs> tax cuts and then did a whole I mean, bunch of weird tariffs I, I think at the end of the day what happens in our day-to-day life isn't really affected that much by the president True. I just don't think it is. No, nah, it's really not. Trump has ruined our country. How? What do you do? How do you ruin it? What do you do? Well, he... Uh, he, uh, he uh, Trump made Was build the wall really a bad... Was it really a bad idea to build the wall? Please explain to me why that was such a terrible idea. I mean, it's more just a silly idea. <laughs> it's, it's not really good or bad. It's just kind of silly. It's not going to work, and it didn't get done, and mm-hmm. it was totally pointless. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as a slogan. If you could snap your fingers for free and put a big wall up, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think that's really one way or the other. Yeah. You could argue but, it means making jobs for the people who build walls. That's true. But, you know, for the amount of money it's going to cost and for how it's not going to work at all, it's, you know, it's kind of pointless. Yeah. I think that there'll be no debate. No debate. And you think, think Trump's for sure the nominee? You don't think what's course. his name? Do you realize how far the ahead Indian in guy? the polls he's ahead of Vivek and uh, DeSantis? DeSantis, he sucks. is he is ahead by a factor of like ten. And he and he's in jail. Is he in jail? No, no, no. He just took, they just took a mud trap and then they let him. Here's what's back funny out. about the whole. <laughs> so all these all these rich white closely. guys they went to the jail. Yeah, they got the mugshot. They paid the bond. They got released. Uh huh. The one black guy who was indicted in the same shit, 
he didn't have the money to get the bond, so he like stayed in jail. Jesus Christ, <laughs> the optics, incredible. I mean, at the very least, like bail out your brother. Bail out your brother. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's out now, but there was a time where he wasn't bailed out yet. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's fun. That's what people got to admit. It's fun. Yeah. It's if fun. Trump were president again, it would be it would be fun. Oh, I don't know about. I'm I'm just now getting to the point where I can admit that he was hilarious. It's fun to do the voice. The way that he talks is iconic and weird. And it was a very strange time in American history. But living through it, I just remember it being very stressful. And I didn't, because the I didn't like around the effect him, that it anything had on he did. everybody. On, he was just being a stupid person. Who cares? Yeah. But everybody was, was so like, ah. unchill. Yeah. The, the, the amount of unchillness, and I think we're still dealing with the aftershocks of how unchill everyone was. Do you think it was easier to get laid when Trump was president just because everyone was so had so much existential angst? You just tap it, baby, the world's going to end tomorrow. Trump is president. I don't know. I don't, know I don't even think that's gone away. <laughs> I think everybody's still fucked up. I think everybody needs... Everyone I talk to who's debating... We need a new God. Well, we need we need God back. Yeah, well, old God is out. He's not fashionable anymore. We need a new God that we can all agree on. That's not money mm. and big asses. Okay, what does that look like? Because our current God is money and big asses, and I think that's not sustainable. What about God? God? What about religion? Do you think that religion? Do you think that religion well, we need has a, a place religion. in America? We need an updated. I don't think we can't have the I Catholic don't think religion going anymore. back to like old school Roman Catholicism is going to fix everything. I don't, yeah. No one has the attention span for the three-hour service. But then what happens is, and I want to get into this because I, I've, I've gone down, maybe because I have a two-year-old daughter, I go down the rabbit holes with this, but... Like, do you raise your daughter religious? She's going to be raised Jewish. Okay. Um, But... Mama's Jewish, yeah? Mama's Jewish. So, <laughs> I watched that Hillsong documentary. Okay. And they did exactly what you said. They took religion and they kind of hipped it. they Justin Bieberfied it <laughs> they gave it a bowl cut they Matt Reifed it they made it like all fucking sexy and six packed and the guy was walking around with his like yeah super expensive clothes looking all and hot five, be like yeah Jesus saved my life yo I was on the streets and Jesus came out and said yo man I can help you dog and I was like I don't know if you ever saw that the Hillsong preacher good looking guy charismatic he got the riz as the kids say the riz, yeah but the minute you get the riz and you have followers you go start fucking people yeah. You're gonna start fucking the devil. You're gonna show up. Devil goes. You're gonna survive. That guy was fucking. He was spitting some game and fucking yeah. some hotties. Ooh. And then the the head of the whole hill song, this Australian guy, was like, "Well, I can't believe this happened. We thought we were such a great church, and he's ruined our reputation." Then you find out that he be fucking everybody. Of course, everyone's fucking. People be fucking. And then there's a new documentary on, on Netflix about the Boy Scouts. Do you realize that the the pedophilia and the uh, Boy Scouts makes the Catholic Church look like the Catholic Church. Okay, I would say both horrible, right? Boy Scouts like an order of like 10 times more. But I feel like Boy Scouts per capita, like is it 10 times? You know, because there's like all boys in a Boy Scout. <laughs> it's 100% boys. Yep. Whereas the Catholic Church is like, there's boys, there's the parents, there's more supervision. So you're saying if the ratios are different, the priests were to be fucking just as much as a, as a scout leaders? Maybe. Dude, you gotta see this documentary. First of all, I pedophilia is tripping me the fuck up. It's tripping you up? It's tripping me up. Child? Well, because I think when we were growing up, think, think about what we Do grew up with. you think there's more pedophilia now? Well, think. Well, this is what I think. Think about. I, I love saying per capita. It's almost like. It's almost like, don't apply. it's almost like. Please, yeah, just say it's so smart. <laughs> per capita. It's like police brutality is. Police brutality worse? No, now we just have Is more. Is it worse per capita? Per capita. Yeah. Per square inch. <laughs> per square inch are people getting their ass beat more. <laughs> I feel like everything is maybe better. But we're seeing That's it more because there's more exposure to it. And yeah. Things, like, let me put it this way. I, and I'm not, I'm not trying to do Socrates it. Socrates was fucking. Oh, they all be fucking. Per capita. Per capita. The, per the Greek inch. philosophers were yeah. fucking way more. Yeah, they'd be fucking. But it wasn't pedophilia then. It was, but that's what I'm saying is it, it was. was. A, it was a Greek mentorship. Our Greek, right, is an internship. <laughs> <laughs> an unpeened internship. They, yeah, so like obviously everything's changing. People were like, girls were getting married at 12. Yeah. So our perspective is changing and that is opening the gates to more things being fucked up. Maybe they were always fucked up. I think 
Boy Scout leaders fucking boys was probably always horrible. Mm-hmm. But um, unless in ancient Greek, that was like the that was the training program. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing with the. <laughs> this is like my, so I'm watching these and I'm I swear I'm not like out there ferreting out all the documentaries on pedophilia but everything that just comes Seems across like the algorithm figured out that you were algorithm. into it because i don't watch any I'm, on of a, shit. I'm on a list somewhere well first of all so i saw in the past two months i saw the jared from subway okay documentary Fuck, he was fucking kids too was he oh my god oh my god and they have like text exchanges where he's like hey i like him young how young the younger the better lol Six or seven sounds good. I mean, this guy was. Oh a my fu- god! He was a fucking. He wasn't fucking like. He wasn't deleting it. He wasn't doing like seventeen year olds or maybe. Right. A, he was talking about like under ten. Yeah, that's like that was old his, school pedophilia. But here's what's crazy Vintage. about this. So then you have Jared, Jared from Subway, Ugh. surrounded by all these kids. You have you have uh, Jimmy Seville, surrounded by all these. Jimmy kids. Seville, the the British guy, surrounded by all these fucking kids. Then you have Michael Jackson, surrounded by all these fucking kids. Cubbler, so I'm always saying, clearly you should not grown men shouldn't be around kids damn when well, are we going to start looking at these kids they usually aren't that we're, they we are aren't. kind of being filtered out of those jobs but I feel like we started looking at we looked at these people like they were so they cared they loved kids so much that's why Jamie Seville he donated to hospitals and they just if you see a man around more than 20 kids he's fucking one of those kids no I don't I don't like that I'm just I, saying. I don't want to live in that world where, like... That's the world. <laughs> I don't think that's true. I think that's... Okay, fine. If there's a grown man around 100 kids, he's okay. fucking one of those kids. Actually, not to talk about Shane Gillis' special again, <laughs> but he literally has this joke about... Oh, fuck. No, this wasn't. This is Gary Goldman's special. Sorry, I just watched, like, a couple... Yeah. <laughs> Gary, I finally watched Gary Goldman, The Great Depression. Because mm-hmm. I've been feeling a little demoralized mm-hmm. in the job search. I've been feeling a little... But anyways, I always wanted to watch it. I think he's a good comedian. You're great. Why am I overqualifying this? I watched the special. It was funny. You piece of shit. How dare you? It actually wasn't that funny, but it was interesting. I liked yeah. it. Also, Gary Goldman has like a hot black girlfriend, and I did not expect that. Gary Goldman is a tall, hot Jewish man. I know. He's six. And he's a brilliant fucking... He was a, he was a college football player. Brilliant writer, but crippled with his... He got, that Anxiety. Mental, he got the mental illness. The mental ills. He got that mental ill. Anyways, he had this joke about how back in like the 70s and 80s, <laughs> everything on TV was about childhood abduction. <laughs> oh, yeah. And everybody thought everyone was getting abducted. And then this guy went on TV and he was like, every single year in America, 50,000 kids are getting abducted. And just giving no solutions and everyone was like what are we gonna do and everyone like would sprint if they saw a white van then 10 20 years later it turned out how many kids were getting abducted a year about 300. really uh-huh so and he just lied he just made up a number like, of people like, this okay. guy was off by fifty thousand. <laughs> so i feel like it's a similar thing with the pedophilia where it's like it's hot it's hot in the news right now everybody's fucking kids but i don't i just don't believe that that many people are pedophiles how many documentaries have to come out before we realize there's a pedophile problem in this country no 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 but i hear what you're saying and i'm not denying that pedophiles exist and that there is a problem especially in something like the boy scouts that's clearly documented right and i don't know the numbers i haven't seen the documentary yeah but like basically all of them i also kind of feel like with hollywood with content like they made white house down and then they made olympus has fallen uh-huh. they made flushed away and they made ratatouille yeah you know what i mean they made the bachelor the bachelorette you know what i mean i think there is they came out with a pedophile documentary it got a lot of views it's trending in republican circles so they're going to make 20 pedophile documentaries right now it's like the new serial killer we are obsessed um. with Oh my God, this is the most horrifying thing that exists in our country. And I just want to stare into the abyss because like women are falling asleep to murder podcasts. Yeah. So I think this is just the new, like there's no more serial killers. There's mass shooters. This is like the new. Yeah. It's too easy. Serial killers get found too. too They're going to make 
25 pedophile documentaries and the, these I'm five gonna year watch window. All of you're going to watch all of them, and then in 10 years we're going to look back and then we'll be like, well, there wasn't actually that much pedophilia going around. I don't know. That's my optimistic take. I haven't seen the documentaries. I mean, it's there's so many. There's so many. I'm aware of. There's so many that now I just started. Like, should I? Should I be want to fuck kids? Is that what's, what? Am I? Am I doing something wrong that I don't want to fuck kids? No. That's how prevalent it is. There's I, just no, everywhere. No way is that, is that prevalent. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Then I saw Sound of Freedom. Oh my god. See, here's okay. another. Here's another problem. With these fucking liberals. Sound of Freedom. Everything Look, I say Sound of Freedom. You go. Oh my god. You're instantly it's, shit. It is a good movie. I'm sure it's fine. It's about a true story, but because it's Just talking about Taken. pedophilia, Hollywood, Hollywood is about pedophilia. liberals are like, oh my god, this is a QAnon frenzied bullshit. Like, and I'm like, and I went in this movie going, oh, maybe this is a QAnon frenzied bullshit. I, and the only thing that's yeah. that's even QAnon about is at one point, the only thing about it mm-hmm. that the fucking Democrats and the liberal media hate is at one point, he goes, why are you, he goes, why are you doing this? Why is this so important to you? And Jim Caviezel, I know he's a fucking weirdo and Catholic yeah. and all that shit. He goes, because God's children are not, are not for sale. And it's a beautiful line in the, sure. in the movement. And yeah, it's about, it's about God. And so they're, <gasps> God, what are you, a Nazi talking about God? And so no, the movie got, the movie got lambasted about. by every fucking liberal media outlet for no reason. No, I agree that's some culture war bullshit. But it's also it's the only reason you watch that movie is because right-wing media is pushing it because they are losing the culture war so badly that they're like we finally have a movie have a movie we finally made a utter movie garbage after 40 years of yeah. just getting dunked of on nothing but like a dog's media. journey and fucking bullshit super religious crap yeah they like have a decent movie god's like, not dead they had god's not dead one decade then this decade they god's go, still they, not dead they made one more movie about <laughs> hey maybe fucking kids is wrong which is like the only thing politically that Republicans have is, hey, pedophilia is wrong. Yeah, like the most which is which, unabashedly which they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have. Make. They wouldn't have if so many liberals were like, well, define pedophilia. Who's saying that, bro? That is a straw man. Minor, not minor a attracted individuals. Is a, is no a term. one is. No that one is, is a true them. term. No, that is, being that, pushed. is that is Nazis on Reddit who are making <laughs> no, that up. That does not. Minor. Okay, you know we gotta look that up. No one <laughs> is arguing for PC terminology for pedophiles. Zero <laughs> percent of the population. <laughs> oh my god. There's a lot going on with like laws that are being. Okay, I'll, I'll put do this. You, okay, what do you think the political tilt of these Boy Scout leaders was? Huh. Of course they were liberals. You think anyway, so? <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't, you I don't have know. no idea. But the point is, and I'm saying this as someone who's they probably liberal. got rejected from the Catholic Church. Right. Ah, God, I don't know. I mean, Lucy Gay has this bit about. He's basically like, I'm not saying that everyone who works with kids wants to fuck kids. Uh huh. I'm just saying the best ones do. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> the people. That's true. Who are most qualified? That's funny. Who? Why else would you want to hang out with these fucking shitty kids and he's in like, the woods I, for weekends? Kids suck. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to hang out with kids, there's something wrong with you. That's pretty funny. It, it freaks That's me a good out bit. too. And I tell you this: as much as people, <laughs> and I'm, I'm all for I'm all oh, for gay man. marriage. I'm all for da da da. I'm all for LGBT all that stuff. Same time, if someone goes, oh yeah, you're da da da. If uh, someone, if a man wanted to be a nanny uh-huh. or babysit for my child, no fucking way, dude. No fucking okay. way. Okay, I think you're no allowed way. to make that choice as a parent. I don't think that's yeah. But I also feel bad saying that. But I just would Why? never have a have an, a male ever babysit my daughter. I, ever. Prob- I probably wouldn't either. Yeah, I don't have a daughter, but yeah, makes sense. I'm I, I'm okay with some jobs just being for women. Do you ever see the South Park about the Boy Scouts? That no, I should. That's a great episode because Big Gay Al was was a cub leader, okay. and all the parents freaked out because you know at one point homosexuality was banned, quote unquote, banned in the Boy Scouts. Irony alert! So homosexuality they, was banned. What does that mean? You couldn't be. You couldn't be an out. Gay it was like don't Scouts. ask, don't tell in the Boy Scouts. By the way, those tailor shorts with those knee high socks. Come on. What do you mean banned? Banned for the kids? Like, you like could, the kids? Couldn't no, be you couldn't be a scout leader and be gay. And be gay. You couldn't be in oh, the organization. Okay. Be gay. Of course, they were all gay. So they had they class were himself. all gay. So, oh my god, Big Gay Al was you know he was a scout leader <sighs> and the kids loved him and the parents of South Park they freak out and they get him fired and they for were, being gay for being gay. Okay, 
It's a kiss. I'm sorry. I love being, oh, we miss you, big Al. And they replace it with those, like, gym okay. coach going, okay, I'm your new scout leader. Yeah. We'll go in the woods. And he goes, all right, guys, everyone take off your pants. And it's, of course, like, he's the fucking pedophile. He's a pedophile. Yeah. Got it. The point is, men are disgusting. Yeah. Well. Gay, straight, or otherwise. They're all fucking disgusting. I will never have, I mean, Tommy, I like you. I trust you. I wouldn't leave you alone with my daughter. I don't know what it is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. I mean, but, no, I'm kidding. But no, yeah. there was something very fucking, like, weird. I don't well, know what it is. Well, I was a camp it. counselor, and we had a rule that you were never allowed to be one-on-one with a kid. Of course, never. You had to have multiple kids in the room, so there's witnesses, or it had to be two counselors. Yeah. And, um, and I appreciated that because there is, like, this tension whenever you're one-on-one with a kid where you're like, there is no, uh, there's no witnesses, there's no accountability. So even if I did get into a situation where there was some type of accusation, like, you know, there's just, there's just like, oh, I'm in danger. I need, I need people around. So like, let's get back to the group. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think it works pretty well. The camp I was at had no problems, but uh, yeah, I think you got to have those type of measures to just make sure that nothing happens and to make sure that uh, you are covered in terms of legal reasons. And I always think about how do I prevent my daughter from being in a situation where some pedophile con artist (laughs) slickster convinces her to go with him somewhere or go with her somewhere and get involved. Like how I think that's less likely than some type of organization like 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 are you talking about like come in the van with the candy or that type of thing <laughs> yeah like she just gets abducted from but think a about how many times like oh my your, like your mommy a- or dad got in a car accident come with me they're in trouble that shit happens i mean look does it it happens man i feel like that's you think it's well. all urban myth no i don't think it's all urban myth but i think the idea that someone just walks up and takes a stranger's kid with no connection to them uh-huh. is pretty uncommon yeah i don't know the whole pedophilia thing is like really- i show up at a school and lure a strange kid that i don't know i think that's super uncommon yeah but we might not we might just be kept blissfully aware of it maybe i just think that's a bad plan from the perspective of a pedophile yeah like i think there's probably a higher percentage like like joining the Boy Scouts, that makes more sense to me. Like you probably are a pedophile, but you're probably deeply ashamed of it. And then you, but you love kids, and maybe you're conflicted about do I love kids or am I attracted to them? So then you join the Boy Scouts, and then maybe I don't know. It's like you have this addictive. I don't really well, understand this, the psychology. This one, of they interviewed this enough. one guy well, who was busted. Yeah. For kid diddling in the and Boy how Scouts. And how does how does no one catch them? I don't. What do you, well, because they're, the None kids... None of the are, kids say anything? Well, because and this is true with the Michael Jackson stuff, too, if you yeah. hear about those interviews. The kids, the kids don't kids are all to, Well, first of all, there's a couple things. Mm. One is, and I think in the case of someone like Michael Jackson, they they love bomb, and they create this feeling that, that, that they have this special, unique relationship okay. so that the rest like, of the world doesn't understand because they're hateful, and they don't have love in their hearts, okay. and if you say anything, and I'm willing to bet a lot of understa- these kids are kind of like iffy with their parents. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Of course. They're iffy with their parents, and also, if you think about it, you're young, you're young boy, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you, you are able to get erections for the first time and have a ja- you know, ejaculation for a first time, but you don't quite know what it is, and then here's, a, here's an older man who's making you feel good. Who's giving you these erections? Who's giving you ejaculations? Who's Jesus. making? And you're just kind of like, oh, this feels good, but I don't know if I should do this. He goes, no, this is right. This is special. Don't tell anyone because if they do that, we'll both go to jail. Apparently, Michael Jackson will tell these kids, we will both go to jail and we'll never see each other again if you tell anyone. So we got to keep it our special little secret. Mm-hmm. And if you're a young kid at whatever age that was, I don't know, twelve something. You're going to be like, oh shit, I can't say anything. Yeah. Then you have the other ones where they say, if you say anything, I'll kill you and your family. Right. Which is apparently what these, I mean, the Boy Scout thing, it, the Boy Scout documentary on Netflix is heroin. Like this uh, one kid was, so sad. this one guy was saying. I went to a lot of camps too and nothing happened to me. So I, I, well, I wasn't not in that Boy Scouts. hot though. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I wasn't cute enough. I'm kidding. For so sure. This is a bad joke. But I'm, I'm like, damn. I would like to send my kid to summer camp because it was a really positive experience for me. Yeah. 
and I knew I had a lot of counselors, and they were all like really cool dudes. Yeah, nothing ever happened. Yeah, of course. I'm sure. I remember um, I was in summer camp, and we'd go swimming. And I remember afterwards there were showers, communal showers, and the yeah. adults would shower with the kids in the communal showers. And I just remember nude? one point and I, nude. And I remember huh. maybe Man, the that way had I, changed by the time I went to camp. The yeah. maybe, maybe I grew up. I was I, I I was shy or conservative or nerdy or whatever. But I would never shower because I just remember thinking, this is weird. I don't want to be naked in front of a bunch of people I don't know. Especially and adults, then I remember yeah. at one point I was sitting there on the on the bench and the mm. camp counselor was like shampooing his hair and the shampoo was going down his back and it was like going down his butt crack. And I remember going like, I shouldn't be seeing this. <laughs> and I definitely yeah. shouldn't be jerking off right now. Why am okay. I doing that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, by the time I went to summer camp, there was like stalls. I mean, they were like outdoor planks of wood with a little plastic curtain, but uh, there was dividers. Yeah. But also, like, even by the time I was in high school, people didn't really do the group shower thing. Maybe they did on the football team. Yeah, I would never shower with the football team either. Yeah, me I either. talked about them because it was uh, it was all black dudes. Because I didn't make it. They yeah, were I huge. didn't make the team. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I talk about them. I act like it was. I would never shower with the. It was all black football team. Some of these dicks were just retarded, and I was like, I'm not going to take my pants off. Yeah, I'd have to fluff a lot yeah. to even feel like, hey guys, what's up? So also, like, and the, maybe this kept me out of trouble, but I'm uncircumcised, so I remember like, I didn't even recognize that that was like a thing. Oh wow! For a while, but then I was definitely like not trying to like whip my dick out in a communal setting because i didn't want i don't want the heat from that yeah i don't want people knowing my biz so what do your experience what do women say when they when you well when they first see your dick it's probably hard yeah always and i i make sure of that so it's always so the first time <laughs> by the time it's hard it doesn't look that much different yeah it's just a little it's like a sharp just a little, yeah. little looser skin i try to have delivered some type of sexual satisfaction before the reality, so you don't warn in. them. Like, listen, I'm uncircumcised. That's I don't warn them. No, no. So you show you show up hard. And I don't think that that's like such a big deal. Maybe some. Yeah, you show up hard. It looks it. fine, but maybe like a 90 year old Asian person because it's a little just saggy here. So sure. right, and <laughs> I then think, I think I have a reasonable and after you appealing yeah. after you blow your wad within three minutes uh -huh. and you're lying there and <laughs> yeah, then it yeah. fucking like sh shrinks back up. <laughs> then are they like oh? We no. Usually, there's no words exchanged about it. No words exchanged until maybe like later. How many people are uncircumcised dates? in America? How con how common is? It? I don't even. That's know That's a anymore. good question. I don't know. Because my I I just don't. I think I think easily a fourth. Really, third? that maybe many? More, I, I that was totally totally made up. I kind of wish I'm I was uncircumcised. I kind of you know what? Pro probably that's why in your past, Tommy, you might have had a little bit of issue with the premature ejacs. Yeah. Because you're just more sensitive because you've had a nice little sweater. I'm more sensitive and also I do think I was a little bit, not defensive, but like I definitely had a, uh, and some anxiety around sexual encounters uh. with new people to begin with. One sec, I'm going to look up the stats. And in and, and Europe, most people are, a lot more people are uncircumcised in Europe, right? I think there's something. Anyway, I wish I was uncircumcised now because I don't think, I think it's barbaric. I don't think it really helps. And I know it wow. like, lessens your, what, what, what are you looking up? Um, How many people? Okay, are, well, there's a lot of different numbers. But it says overall male circumcision rate in the States is somewhere between 76 and 92%. And then this other article is saying up to eighty percent of men are circumcised. So um, one out, one out of one out of five are on. But across, so one out of five is uncircumcised across the globe. Uh, about one third of men are circumcised. So uncircumcised. Wait, wins. one third. So two thirds are uncircumcised in the world globally, but in the United States, it's so it's more uncommon in the world. It's more uncommon to be circumcised. Yeah, significantly. Wow. Wow. But for whatever reason, that tradition has infiltrated the U.S. culture in a major way. Now I know people always go, I think "Oh, it's less common Jewish." They say Jewish is you know they always say, "Oh, are you are you circumcised? Are you Jewish?" But like, yeah, it's a Jewish I also think thing. like it was a Christian thing. I think it was probably a 
is it a, a Puritan thing? thing? Yeah, maybe. Did the Puritans circumcise? There's some type of Christian connection, or else why would the U.S. be doing it? My brother, did, did you have problems clearing out your, your uh, dick cheese when you were younger? Did I have problems? Like, no. Did ever, you ever get coagulated up in there, the dick cheese? Yeah, that does exist, Yeah, but I mean, you can just wash it out. Yeah, but you have to learn that at a young age. I had to be told to be conscientious of my dick hygiene. And what was the reason your parents didn't circumcise you? Did they tell you why? Was it just because... <laughs> to be honest, my dad was against it. Yeah, because I think he it too. feels that they cut, that he just resented his circumcision. Yeah. And he didn't want it to be done to me. I see that, yeah. And then my mom was um, a understanding of that. She was like, yeah, that makes sense. Seems a little barbaric and doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't get it. You're that young and you have someone slice your fucking dick. It's fucking wild. Yeah, it's pretty weird. And it doesn't actually make any scientific sense it's just kind of a religious no, thing and it probably like makes your penis less sensitive definitely makes you less sensitive you have more erectile dysfunction as you get older maybe more erectile dysfunction i think it probably makes you last longer i've considered that sometimes mm. if i like come too quick i'm like hmm maybe i would have an easier time if i was uncircumcised but it's kind of my pleasure over the pre- pleasure of others yeah yeah, yeah. that's wild Anyway, Sorry. back to pedophiles. So, back you know, pedophiles. the thing... Now that we've talked about little boys' dicks. <laughs> okay. By the way, I can't wait to do that one. I can't wait to do that joke one day where I see a guy peeing in the woods or keep peeing in the bushes. And I go, hey, hey, you can't do that. It's illegal. Like, what do you mean? I go, grown man holding little boy's penis? Can't do that. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> Such funny. a good joke, man. That's so silly. I've been right. in the gym. Oh, how's your jiu-jitsu? Is your neck healed? Um... You have I'm, I'm back. No, oh, you're back. I'm doing jujitsu regularly, oh, but my shit. neck still hurts. And you still do it? Yeah, I can't stop. I'm addicted. Oh wow! But I. How often do you do it? I've bought like several. I try to do it three or four times a week. That's good. How come you never? Why well, I should come to my place? You never come. Because I gotta drive Piece all the way shit. over there, and I already have a place that I'm doing. No, but it's free. And I gotta and... go in the day. And... All right. My registration is expired on my car, so I don't really like driving across town in yeah. the day. And to get my registration fixed, I have to go to the mechanic and have them fix something to turn my check engine light off so then I can go to the smog test people and they charge me $200 so that I can t- pay $200 to the state to get my fucking... Yeah. But I need to get it done because I think my car could be yeah. taken. I can't wait for you to get pretty good so that we can roll. Yeah. And I'm I, getting I, I a wanna, lot better. I want to be, like, be like one of the bosses on the video game. Oh, I can't wait. Like get, get past me. Uh, by the way, I wouldn't be a high boss. I'd be like boss number one or two. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm getting way wily with my passing. Oh, yeah. My passing's pretty good. Yeah. Now, my issue is once I get inside control, people just push me off. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm light. How much do you weigh? Like 150? I'm like 160 with a full meal in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've realized I had no idea how much lighter I was. I wasn't as conscious of my light weight versus other men. And, and I realized that so many people, cause I, in my head I was, I was like, Oh, I'm kind of tall. A no, I'm a dude. I'm just normal. I'm a dude. tall guy. Right. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm, you know, but I realized now that I'm so skinny, like a lot of guys who are like five, nine, five, 10, they weigh like 190, 200 pounds and they could easily kick my ass. Yeah. So, I mean, especially the case when they're like a blue belt in the gym and we're wrestling. But oh, that's the worst. We get someone who's just fucking so strong, but yeah. you know you got better skills than them. You're like, you piece of shit. I'm getting to the point where, like, technically, I think I'm not. I wouldn't say better, but like, I can hold my own against a lot of people. Yeah, my submissions are ass, but like my passing and my general like escapes and yeah. movements are pretty good yeah. for a white belt. So it's just exciting, man. Look, look out, guys. And also, I'm, I'm bigging myself up. I'm still shit. But yeah. I think, you know, people have been really nice in telling me I'm getting better. What well, so. sucks about jiu-jitsu, too, is now that <laughs> I have this experience and I'm a black belt, but it's also co- corresponding with my my rising age. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so now all this, all of my natural strength and speed is slowly diminishing. Yeah. You know, I get more injury prone. And you built your game probably around being like a fit tough strong guy my, my game is basically just a hunker down game yeah i do a lot of lay and pray i do a lot, i just hunker <laughs> down 
I will say this: there's a lot of satisfaction when you have like a three dan black belt. Yeah. Sometimes a four dan black belt trying their best to submit you, and you're able to just fucking like, you're like hold it off nah. until the beep 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 beep. Yeah, that's a good feeling. <sighs> Ever since my neck injury, everything has changed a little bit. Where like, if you even touch my neck, I'll just tap. Yeah. Because I'm not trying. I'm trying to let it heal. Yeah, yeah. But I think that has ultimately been good for me because I'm tapping way more. But I'm also like restarting and I have really good stamina. So I think yeah. I'm getting better at the rest of it quicker. It's crazy when you do jujitsu. I know people are like, fuck, I don't hear about jujitsu. But it's crazy when you do jujitsu with like. Now, again, I can say this because I'm Jewish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometimes you get the. Like, Jews are very competitive. There's a certain like Jewish energy that's like very like, ah, I run businesses. I fucking go to temple so hard. And they're just like, and they show up to jujitsu and they work their asses off. Yeah. And they have a lot of ego, and they don't want to tap. And the way they tap is they go, ow! And I'm like, motherfucker, tap. <laughs> Say tap or tap. Don't go, oh, no! Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not you. tapping enough people to confirm or deny this. I'm just saying, man. Just don't it is, scream. It is a high-achieving culture. High-achieving culture. Yeah. A lot of pressure. And they're not... And, and I'm, I'm not saying like, oh, the, but like they come in there and they're hardcore and they don't want to tap. A lot of these guys, I work with like three Orthodox Jews yeah. coming with their fucking kippas. And and I'll be... have I'll have like a fucking Americana, which is one of my better submissions. And I, 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 I know his arm's about to start fucking popping. He's like, ew. I'm like, tap. What is I, wrong with you? I go so slow on all my submissions. Yeah. Really like... Turtle slow to the point where a lot of people just get out, and maybe if I'd have gone for it, I would have finished it. Yeah, but I'm just like that's a tough thing because you got to have a little bit of. A, I mean, if you're not going to compete, it doesn't matter. But you need to have a little bit of a killer instinct to know where the limits are. Yeah, I don't have. I I would like to compete maybe before I get the blue belt, only because I would. I think the root of all of this to me is that I am afraid of conflict, mm -hmm. and. I want to feel like I could win in a fight. Yeah. That's the root of it. That's the whole reason I'm doing this. And I, I recognize that I think that's a little bit silly. And jujitsu is only like some ways applicable to like a real fight. I don't think I should get like a big ego just because I'm doing this thing. Yeah. But I, I do. I would like to face like the fury of someone trying 100% uh, a couple times. Yeah. Once, maybe once my neck feels. <laughs> Fuck it up again. Yeah, here's what you do. You 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 get someone who is a uh, who just is in recovery for AA or NA. Okay. Those guys are worse than Jews. They're okay. the most comp Look, the most competitive person you'll ever meet in life is a, a Jew in recovery. I'm telling you, dude. That is the most competitive human being you will ever meet. These recovery okay. people because they're, because my belief in alcoholism and drug addiction it's a form of OCD and, and I'm not the only person who believes that I, I think that's yeah, in that my life sense. I think it's, it's, it's an aberration of a, uh, OCD and when they can't do the alcohol or the drugs they switch to something they else. switch to something usually it's fucking which is why I love women in the program Mwah. Mm. but when they get into shit like jujitsu yeah. from the I mean they put all of that into I mean I, yeah. I feel like some of the best in the world are people who used to be addicts and I'm always like, I wish I was. OCD thing I wish on. I was an addict because I feel like everyone I know who's like used to be an addict is so successful. Oh, I used to be addicted to heroin. Now I run a fucking Fortune 500 company. Um, I'm like, God damn it! I don't know. Yeah, right. I, I hear what you're saying. There's something about the laser beam focus of addiction that, when turned in a positive direction, has crazy outcomes. Yeah. So I mean, you're I, driven. I get what you're saying. I, I, really I just there's bit. nothing I like that much. There's nothing I like that much to be addicted. To. I mean, I, guess I like fucking around that much. Yeah. And I have fucked around very <laughs> intensely for the last decade and gotten nowhere. So. <laughs> but you love fucking. Around. I love it. And when I don't mean having sex with women, I mean like watching TV and fucking just being a fucking idiot, skateboarding around, just doing whatever dumb shit comes to my mind. Have your I friend love. film your kick flips. Yes, yes, that's what I need. Just trying <laughs> hobbies and just being a fucking doofus. But will you do it for eight hours a day? Ten I do it for twenty-four hours a day for no. my entire life. Being a fucking doofus? <laughs> yeah, I'm a pro. I'm a black belt doofus narf. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. No, I always... But even... even, 
Like I even if you just feel I'm a fucking doofus. Yeah, but, I'm a doofus. But too. I'm I'm having fun. I think I think with <laughs> doofus, I think jujitsu in a way is sort of like comedy in a way. I think a lot of people they want to discount me. Yeah. Why? Because you have a black belt. No, because well, because like even like I'm not like on the comedy scene all the time. Oh, I'm not out comedy? there fucking hanging out with all the fucking clicks of comedy. There's like yeah, five or six either. clicks that people lazy. get in. Am I lazy? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't get in the clicks with, with jujitsu. I'm not like <laughs> I'm not out there like with the jujitsu uh, posting about it all the time. So they kind of go, uh, they go, oh, jujitsu, and then they roll with me, and they're like. Well, fuck you! Surprised me, or they don't know me as a stand-up, and then they see me, and they go, "Oh, fuck you!" Surprised me. I don't tell so, anyone at the gym I do comedy. Oh, you don't? No. I just had someone come. I think to they'll my be show. annoying and try to talk to me about Joe Rogan. <laughs> it's already happened once. I, I, and I was like, "Nah, this, this is there's too many like kill Tony stickers on water bottles that I do not want to engage with at all." That's so fucking funny. And I'm like, "Nah, better to just keep this a separate thing." It's pretty crazy that how Joe Rogan and Kill Tony have become like sort of like not synonymous, but just so completely hyperlinked with each other. Because I don't yeah. think they're similar human beings at all. Aside from Joe Rogan's acceptance of of, of Tony, Tony Hinchcliffe, Hinchcliffe like if to- if Joe Rogan stopped liking Tony Hinchcliffe, I guess he'd still have a career now. I mean, if he kicked him out of the mothership, maybe. I mean, at this point, I've heard that Kill Tony is the biggest comedy podcast on the planet. Yeah, I think it is. Which is mind blowing oh, to me. Oh, dude, it's insane what happens in Austin. Like, there's it's basically just the shittiest version of America's Got Talent for open micers. Well, there's this comic. He's he's I I I've seen, he's he does really well. His name's Cam. He just got signed by Levity, black guy, nice kid, and he was he did Kill Tony. You do like your one minute thing. Yeah. And he said, uh, he said, uh, he goes, I'm not retarded, but I love rocks. Oh, I saw that. Dude, that guy, that guy, because of that comment, yeah. he now, he goes, I mean, he went before me on two shows, and both times, massive applause. I'm like, what has he done? Is he on a TV show, a Killed movie? Tony. He likes, he did the rock thing. Well, I love rocks. It got that fucking big. Now he's, he's fucking touring. He did an iconic one minute on Kill Tony. Kill Tony is bigger than The Tonight Show. It's fucking bananas, in dude. In certain parts of the country. Yeah. And it's not even close. Yeah. It's, I, I don't get it. I've never watched the show ever. <laughs> Aside from when I first got here, I went live and I was like, oh, this is cool. I might try to do this at some point. Yeah. And then I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I've like on going online and watching it. I can't even fathom. It's kind of like that and skank fast and, and something like I, I, I don't want to be a, I don't want to be the king of the dipshits really I don't want to be like the king of the fucking lo- like incels well, but also the not thing a bad gig you either are king of the dipshits and incels sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> or or you gotta be king of the annoying like like the other side is kind of annoying too yeah and it does feel so like I you gotta pick a lane I know I wish I, I wish I I wish I was just more of a I wish I'd picked the, the, the Legion of Skanks lane or the Kill Tony lane and just... Yeah. I I'm still about to pivot me. into making annoying 30-second songs about farts. <laughs> I think that is my future. That might be the only hope for me in terms of something I could be good at that yeah. people would watch. Yeah. And I it makes me feel sad. But also, maybe that's what I was always meant to do is make the dumbest... Yeah. shortest songs about shitting your pants in the airport. You know what I mean? I don't think there That's is... That's my Kill yeah. Tony. I don't think there is a way, and I'm not saying this in... in, in I don't think there is a way for me to become massively famous as a comic anymore. I don't think there is. I don't think... I think it's... I think what about, that... Have you seen Eddie Pepitone? Huh? What do you mean? Uh, have you ever watched any of his like, clips? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of finding his lane as the grumpy old man. Yeah, the grumpy old man. Yeah, yeah, you can do the grumpy old man thing, but I think there's kind of like, I'm so just kind of like, maybe like generically white, and I want too much to be liked by people, so I'm not going to go really too hard in the paint. Yeah. I'm not going to be just fucking like, oh, fuck the fucking LGBT, the fucking yeah, man, yeah, man, man, man women. I can't sucks. be that guy. I can't be the Jimmy Fallon Republican type of guy, no, but I also that's... can't be the fucking woke man bun guy. So I'm nah. in this weird another world where like, I, I, I'm a man without a country. Like there's like the people. Man without a country is a great name for a special. Mm. You hear that Netflix? 
a man I, of the country. And you know what? There might be a lot of people who relate to that. Yeah. Never. I, I have it written on my calendar. And lately I've been circling it every couple of days. I just circle it. Uh-huh. And I just wrote, I will not give up on myself. Yeah. And that's my new mantra. That's good. Because. Do you sometimes give up on yourself, Tommy? No, I mean, I don't really. But like lately I've been feeling hopeless and I've been feeling similarly like I'm not unique enough to have a voice in whatever this new world is. Yeah. But I think that might just be kind of like an excuse I'm telling myself. Maybe I just have to keep trying and not give up. And, you know, know, in in Matt's defense or whatever, because I know everyone loves the shit on him. What is Matt's perspective? Well, this is what I'll say about Matt as as his... As someone who's known him for a long time, um, he always knew that he was fucking hot. <laughs> and he always knew that he had a great fucking body. Right. And he always knew that his body and his looks would bring all the boy all the boys to the yard. Men and women to the yard. And I mean he, did. he would he did that show, that shitty ABC show, bring the funny or whatever. And he said, If you guys vote for me, I'll send you I'll I'll send you topless photos or something like that. Man of chest breastiny. Yeah, I'll send you like I'll send you fucking naked photos or something like that. He said that on national TV. I think that's great, dude. He was like, "This is my fu- I'm going to be the hottest comic working today." And you know what? He embraced how much dudes were going to resent him. A hundred percent. Because I do, <laughs> of course. And I and I and I every million every extra million followers he gets, I'm a little bit like just bemused. <laughs> like I'm I'm not a hater. <laughs> but I am bemused. I'm like, wow. It really does. It really is that simple. Yeah. But he just, he's just like, I'm going to be fucking hot. And he maintains his hotness. And it's He'll not be just, hot for another 15 years. But it's not just that it's, he's hot. He's unabashedly, unashamedly hot. And he's accepted <laughs> any grief that he's going to get for being hot. <laughs> and that, I think, is his That's, superpower. It's great. Way more than just being hot. Yeah. There's other hot guys. Yeah, there are other hot guys like, oh, I don't want to be hot. He's, he's just, like, I'm fucking hotter than you. Yeah. He's not just like hot. He's antagonistically hot. Yeah. He's like, I'm hotter than you. Your girl wants to fuck me. Yeah. Fuck you. And I'm yeah. like, damn. And he's right. And I, it pisses <laughs> me off and I am angry. You know what I mean? And I can't can't even be like accepting myself to that extreme level for how like weird i am like i'm i'm catering Mm -hmm. i need to take two steps out of my comfort zone and be weird as fuck if i want to make it Mm. you know what i mean yeah like like he took hotness to the extreme his billboards he's shirtless america yeah takes you to the extreme don't just be hot with like "Mm, sometimes wear a tank top yeah be shirtless on your fucking poster you either have to be a hero or a villain to make mm, it. Wow. Anthony Jeselnik, villain. Fucking Matt Rife, villain. A lot of villains in comedy. Even mm. like, even Louis C.K. to an extent. Play, he plays with the darkness. Mm-hmm. Or you have to be like John Mulaney. Yeah. And, and you have to be like so weird and quirky. Or like Bo Burnham to an extent. He's like, yeah. I'm going to showcase everything i have i'm gonna make this you know undeniably insane yeah you have to be a circus act yeah you have to be almost yeah i agree it makes me think that i should just go further with like physical comedy i mean i did i did the worm on stage the other day seemed like it was crushing i made 150 dollars have you been seeing the renee vaca shit oh the leg day the leg day i mean genius Silly. Yeah. Silly. He, leg day. What's it. funny about it is like, how long has it been around the idea of like fucking the stool? Yeah. It became a meme <laughs> amongst comedians of like, oh, you're fu- oh, he's fucking the oh, stool. Oh, be like, it, uh, oh, he's a stool fucker. What type he's of comic? Oh, he's a stool fucker. That's yeah, how you label a comic. A slur yeah. for comedians. Yeah. He took it. He said, I'm not going to fuck the stool. I'm going to let the audience fuck the stool. <laughs> and then we're all going to laugh at this guy fucking the stool. And then I'm going to like react to it. Yeah. And now people across the country are coming to the show praying that they'll get a chance to fuck the stool in front of the audience because everyone wants that 
30 seconds of them being the star. Now I want to fuck the stool. Right. He made fucking this. He brought it I'm back. Like, how would I fuck a stool? He took his old concept and he re somehow breathed new life into it. And now he's a fucking touring headliner. Yeah. And it's, he was always really funny. Yeah. But you need a gimmick. You need something. Yeah. I think if I were to fuck a stool, I would lay the stool on its side. I would lie on top and I would just tantric and I would just kind of like lay there and Kegel. Yeah. Kegel pulse. Just for the whole show. <laughs> and they try to move. I stop up. I'm still coming. I see that you, know for what, you know what he did? What? He somehow created his own tiny bite-sized version of Kill Tony within his own act. Oh, yeah. Where he brings up some poor... How many people come up and fuck a stool? I don't know. I've, I've never, never seen, seen the seen show. Live. I've just but that's what they do? It's, are there he people come fucking someone out of the audience. They come up and he's like, fuck that stool. And everybody like... Chants. That's what he says? Yeah. And they go, fuck that stool. Oh, no, no, fuck no. He, I mean, he says like... Leg day. Give me the leg. Show me the leg. The mm-hmm. leg is, is is move. Yeah. Leg day. Because I mean, he puts the leg up on the stool and then he humps like that. Yeah. It's genius. It's a little bit like... It's gimmicky. But that's what everyone needs. Everyone needs need a, gimmick a gimmick to get out of the purgatory. I'm not retarded, but I love guy. rocks. Yes. It's so weird. Ah. Now, that is uniquely benign. Yeah. Now, I'm not retarded, but I love rocks. That's almost Mitch Hedberg-y. It's so uniquely But you know what's weird simple. about that? I talked to that guy. I was yeah. like, yeah, well, because I didn't know about this. Yeah. I'm in Austin. They're all like, oh, The Rock. And I'm like, what is it? They're so all like, how do you know about The Rocks? I'm like, because I'm a fucking adult. And also, we don't give a fuck about Austin comedy. And then oh, they well. go, <laughs> yeah, they don't. And then he, go, he goes, he goes, I, he goes, yeah, man, I just said it. I said, oh, wow. And he goes, I go, where'd that come out? He goes, I, I, go, I just love rocks. Yeah. He goes, it's, it's true. Well, I, keep, I keep them on my pocket. He's just telling the truth. He goes, I, I keep them on my pocket all the time. I have rocks in my pocket right now. And I was like, damn, all right, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, he's a cool kid. <laughs> and uh, he instinctively, because I don't think he'd been doing comedy much. He had been for a few years. He instinctively came up and knew how to phrase it. That's true. It's not all complete like Chauncey Gardner yeah. and being there. It's very. There's a machination involved. Sometimes honesty is really funny. Now, can he turn that into an hour? Who knows? Maybe. I mean, I'm all, I'm so torn because I, I if he gets enough stage time, anyone can be a comic. I feel like if if I were to do, I could probably go up on stage and do two hours easily. Oh, I yeah. think I could do two hours. Impressive. But in that two hours, I think there would be four different personas. Yeah. Of do you these know what I mean? Different parts of your life where you're writing on a certain. Yes, there'd yeah. be. A lot of physical comedy shit. Huh. There'd be a lot of sex shit. Yeah. There'd be dating, relationship, marriage shit. It's, then there'd be stuff yeah. about me being a, a dad stuff now. Mm. And then there'd be stuff where I'm just doing jokes that aren't true, that are complete lies, but I'm using tried and true formulas and I know it'll work, but the joke is everything from soup to nuts is a fucking lie yeah and i don't like doing that yeah i mean i'll give you an example i've said the joke before you've heard the joke before it's a stupid joke i go i'm an older man (laughs) like when i hit on women like let me let me tell you is is it creepy to hit on a woman in an elevator right and everyone says yeah yeah no 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 i go i go okay i make some jokes about that and then i say i go look i'm i'm old school i'm gen x i'm not you like Gen Z like uh, I need your consent to ask for your pronoun I'm a fucking man I do shit old school <laughs> so I like I just I'm old school flirting with her and she uh-huh. gets uncomfortable yeah right okay. and she backs up against the wall of the elevator and she buttons the top button of her blouse okay which is so rude because I just unbuttoned it <laughs> so okay. that's the joke and then yeah. I go she's crying her mom's crying and I then I do <laughs> right. like whatever maybe like an R. Kelly joke in there or something <laughs> now nothing about that joke is true of course Obviously. It's kind of Jessel Nikki. It's Jessel Nikki, yeah. right? It's sort of, it's not who I am. It's yeah. not the persona I usually create on stage. But I also love doing the joke because that reversal will always hit. That's what I'm starting to learn is it's, it's a little bit like, and I think that is a product of us existing in this showcase Hollywood comedy culture where we get to kind of invent who we are in these 10 minute, 15 minute increments. Yeah. Of like, I can go up for 15 minutes and be this guy. Yeah. But then like you're looking at the long term building a show around it. Of and course. Certain people are comfortable hyper committing. Like I don't think I could 
do what Jesselnik does. I think I would get really bored of I would too. existing in that tiny little box. Yeah. But he is so well defined for his fans. His voice is so utterly clear that literally everyone in comedy knows what it is. Yeah. And that is really, really strong branding. Yeah. I don't really want to be constrained by that. Like, that type of joke gets boring to me. To me, I mean, I remember his first joke. He goes, my family was a lot like the Brady Bunch. My dad also died of AIDS. Right. And I just remember thinking, like, if your dad died of AIDS, yeah. you're my favorite comic. Yeah. If your dad didn't die of AIDS, go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah. But that's then, my, but, but I, that's how I used to feel. I don't feel that way anymore. Well, yeah, 20 years later, he's told that joke. <laughs> for an hour I I mean I, he is one comic that I kind of get fatigued of within the stretch of an hour special mm. and I'm not even I think he's one of the greats like he's, yeah. he's and he classic. was he was the best looking comic until Rife came along true I mean <laughs> do you think his shit would have worked if he was ugly no no he has a he has a look yeah but I also think probably him being so good looking drove him to be like this Prince of Darkness character. I yeah. bet he tried to be relatable and people didn't accept it because he was at that time a little yeah. too good looking in comedy. So you had to be like the, yeah. And people wanted people wanted to dislike him. I so wonder, he leaned into it. I don't know him in real life. I wonder, maybe he's just like the nicest guy and loves his parents and this is, is all fake. I know, I mean, I have some friends who are like, write some of the darkest shit ever and they're like family men, you know? Yeah. And I think that's okay. I think that's like Jungian. It's uh, incorporating the shadow or whatever, you know. It's, it's yeah. useful to use your art to explore darkness. And I, we should never lose that. Yeah. But at the same time, I also like the idea of saying things on stage that are 90% true. Yeah. Well, the shit that bugs me is fucking like when you go up as Kevin Hart and you're telling stories that are clearly embellished to all hell and then you're like, this is all 100% true, this is all 100% true. Why? <laughs> we know it's not. It's just not, you're describing And so then she said, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you remembered everything she fucking said in that one yeah, minute? Yeah, dude, you, exactly. I prefer more what like Theo Vaughn does where his delivery and general attitude is that this is all true but he doesn't feel the need to constantly tell you it's true yeah yeah and you can surmise through basic logic that it is embellished upon yeah yeah of course because it's he's describing a cartoon yeah you know what i mean he's like living in a cartoon world of course it's not exactly like that yeah my friend bob used to have a kangaroo in his yard yeah, it's like, no, we didn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like, maybe there was a guy, Bobby, he had a crazy, maybe he didn't have a kangaroo. Who knows? Yeah. But like, you know, uh, he doesn't feel the need to speak like, this is all true. It's Bob, swear, yeah. I swear, believe me. Sometimes I do that though, because when I tell people that I converted to Judaism, yeah. I feel like I have to go, I I'm not just saying but this for the joke. True. It is true. So fine. But I still feel like I say, I swear to God, guys, I have, or Yahweh, whatever the fuck we call him, whatever, you know. But, whatever the fuck we call him, that's funny. Um, but that's a good joke because I feel- still participate huh? in Judaism a little bit a little bit okay as much as I participate in Christianity I'll tell you that <laughs> what is it Harash Pavatah well like Shabbat if I'm with uh, my daughter and her mom okay we do, we do Shabbat that's ceremonies neat. so you're like you're gonna I, th I think it's important to have some participatory I think it's having so I think it's good to have some sort of structure in a child's life other than like just be yourself and do <laughs> live for yourself and put on a butt plug and ass's chaps and march around and drag queen Thory Howard yay okay yeah I hear you I hear you I mean I'm, it's a little fucking bananas dude. I was religious as a kid and I think that it gave me a structure that you need a little bit I think that it helped me be okay with death like the death of my grandmother at a young age and then just the concept of death and i think it helped me deal with fear because i had a lot of fear i mean if you think about what's happening right now the divorce rate the suicide rate is i mean suicide rate is exponentially increased yeah, it's pretty crazy homicide everything is everything da, 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 everything depression drug addiction the, the for the first time ever the life expectancy has lowered in america right yeah and it corresponds completely with the demise of religion 
in the country as well and the right and the and the glorification of the self i think that yeah. all this self-love all and self-worth gods. is important but if it becomes just about that is the point of like all these dumb fucking cunts on instagram going like i don't have kids i wake up at 10 a.m i have a coffee i go to whole foods i learn how to make a fucking frappuccino and they go back <laughs> and i watch tv and, and fuck kids and i'm like yeah you're a miserable fucking cunt chelsea handler shut oh, up oh my god yeah you're shut up you're miserable Quit trying I, to make that seem like that's what that's what keeps society moving forward, ego and self and gratification. That's not what what makes that, that is, is seems to giving your you. life. It's like <laughs> you got to give your life to something other than your own phone fuck, fucking ego, man. You have to. Yeah, or what's I agree. the point? I agree with that point. I think it's fine for people to not have kids. Yeah, okay, of course. And I think it's fine for them to like normalize it. But I do think I, I saw one comic had this bit about like I don't have kids and I should get a tax credit for helping the environment and yeah. then i was like yeah well the, having kids is good for the economy though and that's that's the real god <laughs> that's true yeah line goes up line goes down <laughs> oh man yeah i get i don't know why i got triggered you you definitely triggered. anyway it's i have okay. to go, i have to go tommy and Aww. uh this is i know it's been short but i'll pay you either way you thank piece you because i'm desperate um <laughs> but guys thanks for listening tommy anything you want to plug only my asshole. Hey, no. Wow. Comedy. Hey, there it come is. On. There it is. Hey, comedy. Come on. Call the back. Jokes keep a rolling. Um, anyway, Tommy, it's always good to see you, man. Thanks for coming around. And, Appreciate uh, you. you. Know, it's been real. See you guys. Talk to you soon. Signing off. <laughs>